What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode 80 of your mom's favorite threesome. And what a big weekend in sports. And we are happy to be back talking sports here today. Gentlemen, welcome to the pod. We back. Y'all thought it was over, but it's not. We back. (laughs) (laughs) Tell everybody that we back. We We back. back. We back. Man, what a great weekend. Um, I know we all had different things going on, but it was cool that the pod did get to come back together on Saturday night. Um, I was out of town. I was in Texas, and uh, you boys are over here watching the fights at uh, at Antoine's, and we're able to uh, FaceTime in and yep. play a little short bus, and that was uh, really fun. Had a really good time doing that. Got some of my coworkers involved, and now it's a hate. Now it's a hate uh, love hate relationship that they have with the game because uh, I, I I don't think anyone's actually ever really ready for the bus. No, uh, the bus is just comes for you. So um, the man, bus is undefeated, man. It has never lost. Like Father Time, it has it never undefeated. lost. But um, anyway, man, it was great to see you guys, and uh, yeah, kept, uh, you know, be able to talk a little, a little shit before the fights hey, and we've everything actually, Saturday. Talk, we've actually all been hanging out. We have actually, yeah, we like, have. We that have, is cause, true. Because the weekend before, we went to the uh, the uh, arena, arena football, football game. Yeah, that was uh, great. Which was pretty cool. Shout out to uh, Carrie. I told her I'd give her a shout out because she got us tickets. There yeah. You go. So shout Thank out you, to Carrie. her because the seats were amazing. They were. Um, hopefully the game was pretty fun, even though the Oilers got blasted. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. The game was fun. They it was did a get lot their of first win this week. Saw that. Hey, Congratulations. First oh, yeah. win in uh, organization history. So. Um, but yeah, you're right. We have been seeing each other. Of course, you know the the legend now legendary St. Patrick's Day was not oh, too yeah. long ago. Right. So there there has been a lot of uh, we've been burning the city down a little yeah, bit, right? bro. Oh yeah, exactly. So it's glad uh, glad to be doing. Out, it. We went out after the fight. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we went uh, hit up uh, you know classic Arnie's. There you go. Yeah. Because uh, Reds apparently everything was, was yeah. Really? You really have to get at these places at like ten. Hacked, yeah. Right. And because it if it's at, if it's after ten thirty, then good luck. Because not too many people wanted to go to Fastler yeah. because of everything that happened the last weekend. But yeah, it was lit, bro. Very cool. Well, just to throw it out there into the universe, just to let you guys know, Saturday is the uh, pub run, spring pub run that my buddies and I are doing. Um, so we'll be doing a little bar hopping. Uh, I, I actually, that. I actually have, so, I do have something going on during the day. I actually, I might even have to work Saturday. So, man, I mean, Antoine, I'm free. There you go. <laughs> there you there go. go. Well, no. I'm just saying, it, we've got a long. It, you, you have to just participate in the run anywhere between like one and five or something like that. And so, I don't know exactly what time we'll be doing stuff, but we'll be out hanging out and all that. Hoping to have a, some decent weather because as of right now it doesn't look too great. Too great, but you never know here in Oklahoma. So. Yeah, my buddy Cole's uh, having his uh, now annually uh, the uh, his uh, deadlift competition. Oh, Jim, which are you partaking? I might have. To, I will probably if I can make it. I will be partaking in. Oh well, even more reason to go out after. Yeah, go set a PR and then. Uh, Hit hit the bars, man. Yeah, should be uh, should be interesting, but we all will see how work plays into that. Okay, where yeah, it's being a bitch right now. Nice. Well, I definitely hear that. Um, yeah, on my work trip, still able to watch a lot of sports. That was nice. Um, you know, I- anywhere from the spring game that we're about to get into, 
um, which was great. I've watched some live actual, uh, not much, but a little. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <coughs> NBA playoffs are going. Had that playing. Uh, so it was a really fun-filled weekend, including also the fight, which we'll get to in a little bit. What has dominated the sports world today, obviously, has been the talk of Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. Finally, you know, all this came up, uh, you know, what seems what two months ago, really, and now has finally played in um, and, and is done. He is going to be a Jet, all course, right before the draft that's taking place this Thursday. Um, I I think both sides got exactly what they wanted in this. You know, um, sorry, uh, Green Bay gets um, their picks to start rebuilding and hopefully building around, I guess, Jordan Love. And and uh, the Jets get their quarterback and um, puts them in prime position to try to win right now. I uh, I think it's a like I said, I think it's a great move for both sides. If if the Packers are really done with uh, Rodgers, mm-hmm. then it was a perfect opportunity to go ahead and pull the trigger right now. Uh, I still think it's weird that this didn't happen last year <laughs> instead oh, of yeah. this year uh, because all they did was sign a giant contract and scare a lot of people away from trying to take on that contract. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think this is um, puts Rodgers and the Jets – in a position to actually really compete, or or the Jets too far away still? Absolutely. You know, at this point, I feel like the AFC should just separate from the NFL and be its own (laughs) league because I feel like they are loaded. Loaded. Loaded, man. Um, I think this, you know, definitely puts the Jets in a position to be one of the favorites, and I know that's hard to say because the AFC is just so stacked. And I don't think there's been too much of a change from the top teams that I can think of off the top of my head right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, the AFC is so stacked, man. And uh, the Jets have just, you know, they've added uh, – I think they could add a couple more receiving pieces, but the pieces they have aren't bad. Um, they obviously have Brees Hall coming back mm-hmm. from injury. That's going to – so they'll have an elite run game. Yep. Their defense is elite. We saw what it did last year. Now you're now you're adding one of the best, the creme de la creme, or, you know, one of the best quarterbacks to that offense that struggled with their quarterbacks. So you have that position taken care of. And Aaron Rodgers is reuniting with the coach, right? On he's Nathan Hackett's offense coordinator. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I just think that's going to take. That takes them immediately from being a team that could just make the playoffs to a team that could be contending to be in the Super Bowl. And I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen because they have a lot to prove and they have to jail. There's obviously a process to it, as you guys know. But it definitely puts them in a running to just – it just takes them over the edge, you know, that because that's a good team that he went to. So, I mean, right now, I mean, obviously, yes, the, obviously adding Rodgers is just, <coughs> takes them – uh, to the next step or a another step, but again, I look at I look just look at that division. Are they even going to make it out of their division? Well, that that's the only thing that's a little scary to me. Because I mean, right now, do I look? Do I think they're better in Buffalo? No. Do I think they're better in Miami? Possibly. But then again, you know, new defensive what makes coordinator. Buffalo better than, and I'm not saying that Buffalo's not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying what you would say they're receiving, right? I would say I think just as a team, I still think they're better than the Jets are. I mean, the and Jets they, defensively are very and good. Jailed, 
Cool. And they yeah, I mean, and they did exactly. some they did some work against Buffalo last year, but at the same time too, I think Buffalo is going to make the right moves to fix some of the ailments they have. Um, whether it's due uh, you know adding some, free, uh, some more free agents or adding in the draft, um, but again you know if Tua is healthy, obviously that's a huge if. Um, with with you know getting uh, Vic Fangio as your defense coordinator now, and you do have some good defensive pieces. Again, I'm just not sure if. Oh, Jalen Ramsey went to Miami too, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. So now you have uh, you have a good t- you have a I mean. The Dolphins are set to, you know, if I'm looking at one of the two, I kind of look at the Dolphins, what they have on offense and defense, being a little bit more to push. And I only say that on offense because they also are more gelled. They've actually had more time together. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of Lazard, I mean, you know, it's going to take him some time to get used to Garrett Wilson and Garrett Wilson getting used to uh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you know, Brees Hall be back, but, I mean, at what point is he going to be 100, like, Fully, right. you know, back to being Brees Hall. I mean, Michael Carter's a good backup, but um, I, I think right now I don't know. I mean, I, obviously, yes, I think they are a, could be are a, could be a playoff team, but I just don't know if they're going to make it out of their division. Well, I, I, one thing about Buffalo, and I want to say this: I'm, I think we're all big on Buffalo, but we've also been big on Buffalo for the past two to three years, and they have shown us that they're not ready for. So it's. To me, it's it's starting to become a question of if is this team going to be able to work the way it's assembled now. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously agree that they have a lot of talent, but it's just it's something that's lacking. Well, again, we can't say that about we can't say that about Buffalo, and not say that about New York, no, because no, no. we don't we have no idea. One hundred again, I agree with you. Let's bro. be honest too. I, I mean, Aaron Rodgers wasn't exactly great last year. Yeah. No, but he. I mean, he don't right. He's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he he still has some he has some some left in the tank, but at the same time too. He wasn't the Aaron Rodgers that we're used to seeing. Here's yeah. my problem: um, Jets were seven and four last year. We were people were starting to get really high on them, look, saying, "Look at all these young talents starting to come, uh, you know, come about." All that. Then they went zero and six in their last six games. Right? They, I mean, they completely fumbled the bag there at the end of the year. And I get it. Uh, Brees Hall's out, and you know you're, you're trying to figure quarterback out quarterback plays. Your quarterback plays all over the place, right? I mean, you didn't know where you're going with that. So I understand that there's a lot of vari- variables there, but um, I, I I don't know. I I obviously think they were all in on Rodgers and that they were going to do whatever it took to get him, mm-hmm. and that's what they did in this aspect. And now you're officially all in and expected to have results right now. Hundred percent. That's 100%. the problem because you're seven, no- you're seven and ten last year, the bottom of your division. Now you're expected not only to compete for the playoffs. But now you're going to be expected to win that division. You know, I mean, 100%. it's like so. I mean, kudos to them for going for it. Um, I think they still need a couple pieces, uh, as you guys were alluding to, and I think then we'll see kind of how it all starts to play and can they gel quick because it's win now. I mean, let's not pretend like Rogers is like in his prime anymore. He's at the tail end of his career and making they, fifty million dollars yeah, a year. Exactly, insane. And they've got, I mean, maybe two. Two, two, three years with him, with him, hundred percent that are that are like prime time for him to win. Now, the so. Aaron Rodgers is, has the most pressure on him. Oh yeah, because he he has he has gotten what he's wanted. He's got, he got paid and he got traded. Mm-hmm. He's on the team that he wanted to be on. They tried to pick up 
some receivers he wanted, and I think they're still working on getting some guys or whatever. But he has the most pressure on him. He has to show up. Mm-hmm. And if he fails, it'll be a blemish on his for on his legacy. Absolutely. I, I will say if, he, if him and him and Wilson can figure it out pretty quickly, I was I mean buy all the Garrett Wilson stock you can because what he even what he did last year with yeah. the trash quarterback play they had was super impressive. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And I just I just feel like you I've, the Jets just had the most important position on the field as we all know is the quarterback position. And, you know, when you don't have that leader and you're dealing with all the drama of Zach Wilson and all that other stuff, it's just it's tough to be consistent. And I think Aaron Rodgers is going to bring consistency as long as he stays healthy to that team. So. Is it going to be weird saying that the Patriots are the worst team in that division? Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> very weird. Um, I think they have a lot to figure out going forward. Yeah. And it might just be time that you start talking to Belichick being like, hey – you, we appreciate everything. Uh, What's the exit strategy? It, it's time that we start figuring something out. Are you looking for some type of leadership role within the organization? Do you want to be like like a president? You know, start figuring how to write him out because it Damn, might be for time. real, dude. That kind of old time coaching and all that stuff. Yeah, it worked. Obviously, I mean, clearly because they've been relevant. But when you're trying to like restart the organization. It's tough to stay with a, a coach who, I mean, let's be honest, Bill's, what, 70-something? Yeah. I mean, it's you can only coach for so long. So you're almost like because you're kind of at a, like a standstill right now, you might just rip the Band-Aid off. You don't have to you know, <laughs> fire him or anything. You just start talking about, all right, what are you looking for? Are you looking to coach three more years, five more years, one more I mean, year? Because like, that is realistic. Yeah. You have to be realistic about the fact that he is older and not saying he's not mentally sharp because I, I feel like he's as sharp as an arrow. And that's why they're like, you know, you've had so much – you brought us so much success. I mean, he did put that, Patricia at offensive coordinator last year. So, is he that sharp anymore? <laughs> he probably I mean, I, I, mean, I agree. I actually – I agree. I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It's like it's tough to say, but at the same time, too, you've got to start making, like – the in-game plans. Yeah, I feel like – you know what, though? They probably had that conversation, and he probably had somebody under him that he's just trying to – Maybe some groom, kind of like what – uh, what's his name on the Colts? Dungy mm-hmm. did. And I think – who took over, Jim? Well, it was uh, Chuck uh, Pagano took over. Chuck, yeah. Chuck. And then, of course, he got cancer, and then what? it was uh, – Jim Mercer. No, it was uh, or, Bruce Arians. Uh, Bruce Arians, yeah. And then Bruce Aaron's one coach of the year. Am I talking about? Am I talking about the wrong? No, you were right. It was. Um, it was before Chuck. There was Jim. Er- Jim. Jim Irsay, right? Jim Irsay is the no, not no, Jim Irsay. No, I thought it was like Caldwell or what something. Say? Yeah, Caldwell. Caldwell. You're, right. You're right. Jim Caldwell. Yeah, yeah. Jim Caldwell. I was like yeah. Jim. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Caldwell. So maybe um, it's a situation like yeah, that. Right. I don't know. I mean, know. there's a lot of things we but, see in that to where uh, you know preparing coaches to to take over. So be a reason why they brought Bruce uh, or they brought Brian, uh, O'Brien back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. Sure. Um, anyway, it's just interesting to see. And I, once again, I think Thursday will tell us a lot about a lot of these teams because mm-hmm. the draft kind of shows a team's hand. What are they looking for? You know, a couple of years ago uh, when we saw the, the Packers draft Jordan Love, we're like, oh wow, they're they're playing. The, the game of, all right, it's time to get the future ready. Mm-hmm. And you know, that says a lot about them. You know, then you see a team that uh, on draft night go all in and trade a pick to get, uh, you know, a big time player right now. 
So Thursday just tells you kind of where a team's mindset's at and where they're kind of going from there. Um, so I definitely look forward to that. I think obviously the the big question on everyone's mind is where these quarterbacks are going, and um, it really sounds like um, you know um, Carolina. Carolina is going to go with Young. Um, I think he canceled all of his other yeah, visits. It looks like it's pretty written in you know in the stars here with that. Um, a, do you guys like that? And B, do you think uh, Bryce Young is really going to be a – will his talent transfer over to the NFL? I think his talent – his talent will transfer over to the NFL. Um, I just don't know how he's going to stand up from a uh, – I don't know if his body's ready for the NFL. And I'm not saying that because he's short. You know, he's a shorter quarterback. I'm just saying that because he is small. He's a He's a little guy. And, you know, maybe he can beef up a little bit and that'll give him a little bit, you know. Because, you know, you even though he played on Alabama, and if you're ever going to look at a quarterback and assess them ready for the NFL, I think you can do that pretty well with Alabama. Especially in the SEC. Um, mm-hmm. Especially in the SEC is <clears throat> the defenses. and But, you know, you also do have games where – you play teams that aren't even close to your level, you don't get that in the NFL. Right. Even if a team is trash, they still have elite athletes mm-hmm. on that team. Oh, sure. So you're going to be getting – and then you're going into a situation in Carolina where you don't really have a lot of talent around you. And if you kind of look at – if you want to look at Justin Fields and his situation to the going to the Bears, they didn't have a system around him. They didn't have an offensive line around them. They didn't have players around them. And you could kind of say that Bryce Young is going into that same type of situation, except he is not as big and strong as Justin Fields. Absolutely. And we, still, and we saw what happened with Justin Fields. He got tore up. Yeah. So can Bryce, can Bryce Young handle that? I don't think so. So it's eager to see. And when you get a player that's getting hurt and getting tore up like that, it messes with you mentally, especially if you're a young quarterback. So I'm in, I'm just interested to see what type of system they put around them. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. I'll go from there. So, um, I, to be quite honest, I think I personally think it's going to be what they build around him. If you know they get the pieces around him, Bryce Young's going to be just fine. Bryce Young has that what that it factor. Like he he, I mean, granted, I mean, you know, helps you know playing obviously in the SEC. But he he made a lot of things happen when there was nothing there. Absolutely, we watched so many games. I mean, I go back right now to the Texas game. Texas had uh, Texas had Alabama dead to rights, especially on that final drive, and they had Bryce Young numerous times dead to rights. And somehow, some way, he found th- ways that make things happen. Um, he's a he's very accurate throwing the ball. I know that hasn't changed. That's one thing that you know. As a quarterback, that always helps you no matter what. Is accuracy. If you lose that, then you've already lost a good portion of your game. Uh, as long as he can keep that going, and you know, keep obviously what they the work ethic. You know, obviously, you know, adding more you know muscle that that will help. But I think he's going to be just fine. I think the Panthers. I think they'll make the right pick taking Bryce Young. Uh, and it's just going to be about building the team around him. Yeah, I mean, I. I He's extremely talented, man. He definitely deserves to be the number one draft pick if that's the route they go. 
I just, I just have questions with his body type holding up. I guess, you know, that's just how, I feel. especially going into this situation with the Carolina Panthers because they're awful. So I mean, they were all they were. I mean, they about won that division. It was a shitty division, but they about won that division last year. Yeah, their but defense, they, their defense is going to be pretty good. I will say. Yeah, but he don't play on that side of the ball. So, but they they, they give him more opportunities. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so if that means he's going there, you know, it gives us a couple different uh, quarterbacks to choose from. Obviously, the Colts are are one of the teams that are, are still looking. Which now it sounds like they're out there making calls um, for um, Trey Lance, which is very interesting. And Minnesota made a call about Trey Lance yeah. too. So you got two teams that are you know interested in seeing what the future looks because talk about a guy who had nothing but promise mm-hmm. um to you know going from not really even i know he wasn't playing great before he got hurt but he's still i you know still getting used to everything yeah i mean it was early right yeah so he gets hurt and now all of a sudden he's you know forgotten because of purdy so it, they've got some pretty good draft ca- or some trade uh, capital there with with trey lance and I think the Colts, if they can't figure out, because uh, I don't think the Colts are in love with their position where they're at. They, you know, they move up thinking that they're going to have an opportunity to uh, to get young, um, and then all of a sudden it, they're looking at Levis. Uh, I mean, and, and, there's a lot of people who think they that had the Colts really in love with Anthony Richardson. Yeah, and I, and you know what, that to me, see, that's I don't, such a project. That's a project, but I think it's a probably a better direction than even going with Levis because I, I do not like Levis. I, I just, I I'm just people I don't, want Levis to be Josh Allen. Yeah, I mean you're, that's, that's right. literally what they're, it they're is. kind of thinking that this guy's got to be yeah. like that, you know, big arm and and uh, and just try to make him into an NFL quarterback when he hasn't shown, in my opinion, enough to really. Be in consideration for that. I agree. No, but when you have arm talent like that, yeah, that that goes a long way, and people feel like that. If you get a kind of a, a, a guru around him, that he could turn into blossom into something that is reminiscent of Josh Allen. So I think that's well, that's something to look at. But when you have Richard uh, Anthony Richards, Richardson, Richardson, I'm sorry, when you have Anthony Richardson, his athleticism is just. If he, if literally him being drafted into the league, even if he he's automatically like top ten most athletic quarterbacks, he sure sounds like it by what everyone like, talks about. Even, I mean, and he's got crazy. the big arm as well. You know, I mean that's something that they talk about. Um, but he doesn't. But he's missing a lot of yeah, oh, a absolutely. lot of things. But you know what the Colts? A lot of things. Look at the, the Colts' new head coach and who he just got done coaching. I mean, that's why I think a lot of people like the Colts to really consider uh, Anthony Richardson. Now, the thing about it is, is they had the fourth pick, so they would have to, if, unless someone else wants to try to trade Arizona for three, they'd have to try to move up mm-hmm. to get to three for that pick because, I mean, other teams are, they do like Anthony Richardson, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, once, I mean, Stroud's good, we'll go to the Houston, which I think will be a great pick for Houston. Uh, after that, I mean, I'm not very high on the QB class this year outside the top two. So, I mean, really, they both seem – I mean, both Levis and Richardson seem like projects. 
Um, but for sure, hundred percent. It's just which project are you willing to take on? So that's what I'm saying. If I'm the Colts and I'm not absolutely in love with one of these quarterbacks that that are available at four, do you not just think that okay, you just get the best player available at four? You know, wh- whichever way you want to go, defense or whatever it might be, and you they just have to go quarterback. Well, and, and and you just go. You know what? We're going to go out. We're going either going to find a veteran. We're going to find a guy like a Trey Lance or something like that. That way, you kind of get the best of both worlds, and then you play towards next year. You Can play because even with the bat, let's say they're in the same position where they've kind of been the last few years, where it's like they have promise, they have a lot of players, but not the quarterback play. Well, that means you're probably not going to translate into a ton of wins. So you might find yourself next year in a similar position to where. The next year's draft class is much better. Much better. Look, Are you trying to collapse for Caleb? I think, I think I'm not a big trans uh, Trey Lance guy. No, and what? I say that, and I say that. Oh, from yeah, myself. I disagree from Saturday. No, huh? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, I say that. Bro, anyway, I just, I just say that because when was his last full season as like just playing? Oh no, he it college. was. It was yeah. on North Dakota State. Yeah, yeah, pre-COVID. Right? Yeah. Because he didn't really play a lot the year that he got drafted. Right? So I'm just looking at that and I'm like, does he have talent? Absolutely. Yeah. Is he athletic? Absolutely. It's just something's not adding up to me. Well, he has a shot this year with San Fran because Purdy has that – he had that surgery and so he's going to be out for a while. So he has a chance to, you know, really make an – a name for himself. This opening, the opening start with San Fran. I wouldn't be surprised I if San Fran gone. signed another quarterback. I, I think he's gone before the season starts. Um, Trey Lance. Yeah, I, I think you take your maybe. I think depending on what where you think Purdy's going to be back. Um, San Fran traded up to get him, didn't they? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I think they might give him an opportunity. No, to see what he does. I, I disagree, man. I think what Purdy did last year, taking you all the way there to the Super Bowl. I think that's you go. You know what? We have nothing invested in this guy being the last pick in the draft, and you can sit there and you can take this guy for a few more years on that contract, and then worry about having to pay him later and, prob- and continue to build around that team. The problem San Fran is going to have is if Trey Lance comes out there and balls out. If well, he goes out there, if he goes out there, if they keep him and he goes out there and ball out, I don't think they're going to trade him right off. I don't think so. I, just, I think they invested so much into get, getting him. You have to let him get his opportunity. Now, uh, Grappolo's on Oakland, mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about that. I feel like San Fran's going to give him his opportunity. And if they don't give him his opportunity, then either way it goes, if they're trading to get to, to, to the Colts, they're going to want that number four pick. So that means that they're going to be taking a what? A quarterback. Nine times out of ten, so I don't think they see. I don't know. I don't know if San Fran would take a quarterback. I don't. I mean, I think I could go them see them sign a veteran and then ride it out with him for. I mean, that team is so loaded. Yeah, that team is so loaded. They traded if they traded to the Colts, like we just talked about, Mm -hmm. and the Colts give them that number four pick. They're not taking a quarterback. I actually, I, I, I stand fully. I mean. But you could go somewhere on. You go best player available. Yeah. You go defense. You could go. I mean, look at. You I, could throw someone in. I a, got a twenty dude, on it. That I, if they did I, that, I got a twenty on it. They're not taking a quarter. I'm just telling you, they're in love with Purdy. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I, I can't remember the interview. 
I'm pretty sure they already said Purdy was a starter <clears throat> next year. Once he gets healthy. It's going to be like a, yeah. a Drew Brees, uh, Phillip Rivers situation. I mean, I, that's how yeah. I feel. I feel right. like Trey Lance might ball. If, if he does, it's going to be one of those weird situations where he somehow balls out, and now they got to go back to. I will say this: what they say do. they let, say they keep Trey Lance, and say he does, say he plays. I'm not gonna say he has to ball out. Say he plays really well. That's only gonna up his stock value. But that's my only concern, though, is that I don't know if you want to be playing a guy who is very high stock value. Um, I don't think you want to risk him getting hurt. I think you'd rather deal now on all potential. Because we're, I just, cause I we're just, off, it's the other so way. So you guys are saying we're, Purdy's we're, the hey, future. No, listen to this. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry for the Niners. Purdy's right? the future for yeah. the Niners. Yeah, I would if say Trey that, yeah. Lance goes out and plays awful, let's say, you know, let's mm-hmm. say Purdy's out six games, right? Trey Lance goes to play six games, plays awful, oh, just terrible. absolute garbage. Um, now what? Now you start Purdy and Trey Lance's stock sucks. I, I think right now you live on potential of what could be and you, you sell it at that. Because the Colts are going to pay a hefty price. I just don't. I would say that. I would say this too. I don't even know if the Colts would give up the fourth pick for Trey Lance. No, I, I don't know if I would either. I would never. I would not even think about that. I'd be like maybe a second. Yeah. Like the fourth pick in the second round. Yeah. Maybe that as the like big piece. Big piece. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fair. I'm not giving up the fir- my for- the fourth yeah, the pick overall. I mean, you're right. I was just. Yeah. It, 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 I don't know. I, I like Brock Purdy a lot, but I just it's, it's just so much. Man, rookie taking it's a team to so a Super much Bowl, to, cause, just, yeah, oh, NFC the third string quarterback, yeah. and he he so happened to take the reins of a really good team, and then they got Christian McCaffrey. Oh, I <laughs> forgot. With I forgot who the Colts signed quarterback, Gardner yeah. Minshew. Oh yeah, there's your there's your uh, that's going to be your bridge quarterback right there. Yep. He's about and, to, and he's a great bridge. Yeah, he's about to he's about to put up some stats, <laughs> good and bad. You're right. He's just going <laughs> to put up stats. Period. Um, anyway, Thursday should be pretty good. I mean, I, I expect some fireworks. I will say this: I was reading today. If this happens, it's going to be huge for them if they decide to pull the trigger on that. They keep talking about Atlanta at eight taking B. John Robinson. If they take Bijan, that's massive. Because that's one thing that Atlanta's really been missing as a running game. You know, it, it just it is interesting because, yeah, you th- sit there and uh, – what's his name? Uh, pa- um, Patterson. 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 Yeah. Um, how does that play? I mean, then you got like two bruisers, you know. Do they try to look to trade in him? Um, yes. They could, yeah, yeah. Because I, mean, I don't, I know, think Bijan's a much because Bijan's, Bijan. I mean, he's such a patient runner, but he's also a great receiving running back too. He's like, dynamic. Where are we at on um, Hopkins? I mean, are we still thinking that there's potential of him going to Buffalo? I, I think, think he might go to. I could see. I don't know if the Jets have anything to trade for him, but I could see Aaron Rodgers pushing for that. They keep they keep saying that. I'm just Lamar saying. wants him in. Wanted him in. Yeah, Lamar's uh, not going to get everything he that's, wants. Yeah, as I say, that, yeah, that's Lamar some, needs to chill. That's important. We do have to go. I think he should Based get paid. Based on years and years of what the Ravens have been, they're not going to do something that they don't do. And I think that's one of the things. Yeah. I think – I will say I think – I think one piece that they might add, I know that they've always been high on Gabriel Davis, but I think Buffalo might try to make a real push to get him. I could see that. That's fair. I can that see be, that. be Diggs and uh, Hopkins – 
Then you throw in you mix Davis in there with uh, I don't know. I mean, he, Cole Beasley's still there. He could do he could play in the slot, but I mean, you get you get Hopkins and Diggs. I mean, now you have a legit oh, one two. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, well, for sure. Hopefully, this draft. All I know is when it comes to this draft, Bears. If Peter Skaronski is the, at number nine, you better take him. Offensive tackle from Northwestern, in case you guys didn't know who I he didn't was. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's who I want. You want the big man. I want the big man. Give me the big man, please. Justin Fields needs help. I keep saying them. I keep <laughs> seeing them say they're going to draft Jackson Smith and Jigba at I saw nine. That too. Justin Fields is pushing for it, you know. And after watching, uh, after watching what happened with and Cincy with Jamar and Burrow, I mean, I know that's. I know Bears that's- don't listen to Justin Fields. Just draft, <laughs> draft, and I'm not. I, I get Justin, and you know, now that Aaron Rodgers is out of the division, looking at that division, Justin Fields has the opportunity. He's not yet because no, I think Jared Goff still is. The best quarterback in that division yeah. right yeah. now. Exactly. That's crazy. But, but I mean, is Detroit the Justin best team Fields in that has the opportunity to take this division over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dude, think about your future. Don't just think about. Hey, by the <laughs> think way, about being protected. I forgot about this. Where did Jamal Williams go? Uh, he Saints. went. To, that's yep, right. he did. Is that crazy? Dude leads the the uh, NFL in rushing touchdowns, and then just got absolutely just like dropped. Like nothing. Well, no, he said signed, that they didn't want to pay him enough. Well, that's what I'm saying. They so they sign. Um, he signed for less than what the Heat, the Lions offered him. Is what I heard. It's tough. I don't know, man. I I just think the running back for, market is trash right now. It's weird. I mean, there's a lot of potential, but yeah, I mean, there just hasn't been much offers. So this anymore. mock draft, I just went to look through the mock draft real quick. They had the Bears taking Jalen Carter, defensive tackle from Georgia. I would be okay with that for you. Dude, that I'm not. I'm not mad about it. I'm just. I just feel like. I just feel like if you look at Peter Skaronski, bro, like they have him going to the Jets. So he's gonna go take care of the old man. Yeah. (laughs) I just feel like that's such a good pick if he's available. If he's available, you take him. No, obviously I don't hate it. I mean, but there are some sexy picks that are going to be available right there. Jaylen I mean, then this one—it's like this one right here. They have. I wouldn't uh, be mad about Jalen Carter. I just don't think he's going to fall that low. I'll say this: if they can make if they can make D Hop. I mean, they'd have to probably trade that pick though. Who? If Buffalo can make that, and not have to trade the twentieth pick, and they can get Jordan Addison from USC. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <I> would, <laughs> oh my yeah. yeah. They'd probably have to trade. They'd have to trade that twentieth pick. Yep. But man, that could be nice. That would be. Um, that would be nice. Very nice. Yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll break the draft down next week. Yeah, kind of get uh see where all the the pieces all fallen and kind of get more of an idea of what where uh, where things are going. But uh, let's real quick talk about the spring game. Yep. Uh, don't have a ton to talk about. I did watch a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, just completely confused by the scoring at first. Yeah, I was I mean, so lost when I saw it. it was like forty seven to like eight. For a second, and I was like, "What's going on?" I know a lot it's of it had to quarter. do with the O line being pretty beat up, mm-hmm. and so they obviously want to make some difference. And it, I guess it makes it a little bit more exciting too. More exciting, yeah. But yeah, the O line was is a little bit beat up over uh, spring. Not all starters are in. 
Um, so that that played a part into it. So yeah, I mean, it was weird scoring. I mean, at one point it was like forty-one to eleven. Yeah, um, <laughs> it took me a second to catch on uh, what was going. on. I was trying to look at Twitter to figure out what, uh, what how it was all playing out. But um, no, um, obviously it all starts with Kyler Murray uh, being honored with the uh, with the statue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a pretty cool statue. I actually, thought it was a great statue. Yeah, not I, you know. I'm starting to realize I think they can only do so much with the face on a statue. <laughs> to where I didn't really – I didn't. okay, so I say that. I didn't see the face. Yeah, the face isn't great. But then I, I mean, saw the face and it looked cross-eyed. Yeah, first. but having the, uh, <laughs> having the head – really yeah, yeah, I, like, I was like, man, they made him a cross-eyed. The, um, the headband is awesome. The Jordan jersey. <laughs> everything looks so cool in that aspect to where I'm like, man, that, that's, that trophy is pretty sick. Um, but, yeah, they honored the trophy. Trophy statue. I will it's, say it's I, my trophy. I did listen to uh, a pot. They uh, what that uh, Sooner Scoop, the unofficial forty, did their podcast. They hosted a thing, that Baker Mayfield thing mm-hmm. at Top Golf, and they did talk to Baker. They talked to him about his statue, and about different pictures, and he said um, he said he basically said that Joe Josie nicks the flag plant. Yeah, which that that sucks. Yeah, no, I. I, I figured that was probably the case. I mean, to be just a completely disrespectful trophy yeah. is probably not the most politically correct thing to do. But boy, it would have been sick. It would have been. It would have been just an unbelievable one. Unbelievable. But he said that he, and of course he said he's like, you know, it's the the stiff arms, the one from the OSU game. So yeah, he's like, I gotta live rip free in their head one more time. There you go. I like it. Um, anyway, great crowd. You know, it, they, I I felt like obviously this year they didn't build it up quite as much as. Like even last year. Well, yeah, I remember um, it was uh, Venable's first. You know, his first is his first year back. Yep. Um, you know, ever, obviously, everybody's kind of OE fans, kind of giving the middle finger to to Riley. Right. You no, know, and then uh, I mean, the wet. Wait, I mean, Riley was there. No. Oh no, no he, he's saying last year. Yeah. Oh, okay. How big they did it. Weather was much better last year's game than it was on Saturday. Hmm. It was pretty windy and cold. Um, it was like in the like mid fifties, low fifties at the game. So weather was a little bit different, but I mean, still a great crowd. I think they they had like the fifth most, biggest crowd in the spring games. So yeah, so I mean, still doing well. I mean, you could tell. I mean, like I said, I thought it looked pretty good. Uh, very unfortunate. I had a a very good ticket offered to me uh, last second to where I was like, man, if I was home, I probably would have went. But um, yeah. Either way, I I just I think I like the direction it's going. Yeah, um, I do believe it's pretty crazy that here recently I've heard a lot of hate towards OU and everyone just calling him kind of like overhyped and all this stuff because everyone freaked, is freaking out about last year's you know seven, six and seven yeah, yeah six and seven and and just being like oh you know he was Venable's supposed to be the savior and you guys go six and seven and all that da da da. I've just heard a lot of talk here recently about it. After watching Saturday, it got me pretty excited to be like, I think there is a, a storm coming um, sooner than later. I, uh, I again, and I don't, and I listened to the radio. I was listening to the radio today, and I've heard it before, you know, because I was pretty, was pretty excited about what I saw, mainly a lot on the defensive side. No, well, that's yeah. that's really where all my yeah. excitement is, and that's what I mean by that is being. I'm not saying that we're going to go out and win a natty next year. That's yeah. that's not what I'm saying. 
What I'm saying is you just you're, going to be you're starting to see some of the the the, the uh, young kids and everything start to come about. I mean, I think <laughs> Jordan Davis tr- transferring um, says a lot about this team about that because room. It means there is some freaking talent in there because he's looking at being as the older guy mm-hmm. being like I'm not going to be able to play here. He was just running with ones at practice. They're saying like a few days before he decided to transfer. I mean, I, I'm telling you, I think there's something to it to where either, yeah, he's not gelling well with with it or understanding that there's some real talent right there behind him. Um, D-line looks sick. Look, um, look much better. I, I, I'm very excited to see where all that's going. I mean. I do want to um, preference it with saying, O-line was banged up. Yep, that, so, that, that is very so true. So I do want to pay, but I, they do, but getting those transfers in, getting Bothroyd in from uh, Wake Forest, he looked. He looked really good. He looked good, Ford. Ford looked good. Yep. I mean, they got that Devin Sears kid from uh, Sears. Texas State. Yep. I saw him make some plays. Um, There's I, just depth. Dude. There was. It's that's and you see that at each level. Um, obviously, the big one that comes out. Obviously, we're going to talk transfer. Desal McCullough. Mm-hmm. I you know everybody kept talking. I kept listening. They're saying that Justin Harrington was kind of leading for this the cheetah position. After watching it on Saturday, I was just like. How this guy's not the day one starter come when it, the season starts, mm-hmm. I don't know. This dude was all over the field, making plays. Ta- I mean, tackling looked great. Um, I, he's going to be a big contributor. And, look, Peyton Bowen's got it. Well, obviously that's where this was all going because Peyton Bowen makes the play of the day, an absolute incredible play. I mean, it's textbook uh, de- defensive, defensive back. back on how he played that. Makes the interception, and you're just like, dude, that dude's a true freshman. You're like, yeah, the future's bright there. The safety position at OU is going to be really bright because he looked great. Reggie Pearson looked really mm-hmm. good, the transfer from Tech. Tech, yep. And, I mean, we still got Key Lawrence there. Uh, you know, Billy Billy Bowman. Billy Bowman might be the best safety out of all of them, and then he had a, the quietest day. Yeah. And so, I mean, the safety position at OU is looking really good right now. Um, I mean, really, yeah. It's just it's it's very exciting. Obviously, we've gone this long talking about the spring game. We haven't talked about you know the most interesting position. I should say the most interesting, but it will be the most talked about position the entire season, and that's obviously the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gabriel, not great. You know, got off to a slow start. Slow start. Made some plays later. Um, I mean, obviously, in my opinion, still looked like this probably the starter. Um, I mean, he is. I mean, yeah, he's going to be a but starter. But we did see Jackson Arnold and what he was able to do, including that last uh, touchdown pass yeah. to to, uh, to seal the deal. Um, I, my only concern here is, um, obviously, you know, uh, that, that his one major run, and there in the beginning they called him down. Yeah, I great think, run. I, th- I think that was kind of BS. I think he could have gotten away. I don't uh, know. They could, they could have let him get away yeah, with it. Um, especially just for the hype, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, he's exciting, but he definitely looked like he's probably a year away. Yeah, and know? I think uh, by the thing about it is, is that, you know, uh, and here's the thing about the offense. It sounds like they're going to be adding another transfer receiver in. Um, from Texas, so they're going to get a little bit more help on the receiving end. Uh, you know, the you know, seeing how the, the offensive line to me right now might be the most interesting because once they get healthy, let's see how they're going to look. 
Running backs, I have no issue with running backs. Once Devontae Barnes is healthy, it's going to be him and Sawchuck. Sawchuck looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to be quite honest with you, I would not be surprised if Sawchuck's the starter at some point in the season. Um, Gabriel, I mean, I agree with you. He looks I mean, slow coming out, but also, too, that goes into a little bit about what we were talking about. The defense does look that improved yeah. looked that improved on Saturday. And that, that's what I wanted to see. I didn't I was hoping that we weren't just going to see the offense come out and just light it up. Mm-hmm. Because if that happens, you're like, well, what's going on with the defense, you know? And this defense this this team is going to be based around defense. Mm-hmm. Something that we're not used to seeing, but that's what that you know, they're going to hang their hat on. Yep. And so you would like to see a little bit more success that offense get off to a little bit of a slower start. And um you know, just be able to go from there. But overall, like I said, I'm happy with everything. Um, I think it was a, a good showing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it says a lot now, It, like you mentioned. Now it's time to um, go get healthy. Yep. Um, you know, start figuring out kind of what things are going to look like. But um, the the depth obviously very, very well helps. But health is going to be very important, especially for that O-line. Yep, I agree. Um and the thing about it is that they can, you know, they can stay healthy and you know play well. I think we'll see a lot of what the offense it could look like. It's going to be very real. What I, we saw in that Florida State game. I mean, we're going to see, and you saw a little bit in the spring game. You're going to see a little bit more of QB keepers uh, with Gabriel finding room to run. Um, he he had some good runs as well in, uh, in that spring game. You know, they had some great play calls. Um, I, I, I don't know how many times last year I sat there and watched them try to throw bubble screens and just kept saying, if you just fake it mm-hmm. and then have one of those guys go run the, just a streak, it's going to be open. They ran that twice, once with a tight end and then Farouk, and it, I mean, just wide open. Yep. Now, uh, future's bright, man. That's all I know. I'm not trying to get too excited about the spring games because, you know, everyone thinks that I can overhype it a little too much. Sure. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I the the future's bright. We're heading in the right direction. Obviously, very excited for the next upcoming season, um, and we'll go from there. But overall, good Saturday. I so, agree. Um, let's jump real quick to NBA playoffs. Um, obviously, a lot has happened yeah. <laughs> since we uh, since we last talked, um, and we find ourselves in some uh, some good playoff series. Um, you know, where where do we even want to jump in here? Do we want to start with? Uh, you want to just start with the East real quick? Yeah, let's start there. Um, I Let's just start with the series I thought was going to be the most entertaining in the East, and it's turned out to – they're, they're, they're flexing on them right now, uh, is the Knicks on the Cavs. Mm-hmm. Um, just incredibly impressive by the Knicks. I mean, the Knicks had a, a pretty strong second half showing, and it's only carried on into the playoffs. And beating up on a Cavs team that I know Antoine at one point had in his top five – uh, teams in the NBA, um, you know Donovan Mitchell. God has to play better than you did last last game, bro. I mean, you are the guy. You and, are the the bona fide yeah. guy. And uh, you you can't you have showings up. like that. You got um, stuff up. But again, you know, I say that, and I turn around, and the guy on the Knicks, Jalen Brunson, has been that guy. Um, I don't know. It's, I think it's going to be tough sledding for the Cavs. I think the Knicks are going to be. I think they'll probably advance. I wouldn't be surprised if it's in five, six uh, might be it. But uh, I don't know. The Knicks, man, they're, they're, it could be a tough out for whoever they get next. The Knicks are looking gritty. 
They definitely like look gritty. They're looking gritty. Like they they want this. I think the Cavs are just kind of like extremely nonchalant, and that tells me that there's a problem with leadership. If you have a team that's going in there acting like they don't want to battle, and I'm saying the, the Cavs are laying down, but they're just not keeping up with the effort that the Knicks are putting in. Yeah, and that Here's the deal, they and, can't rebound, which is well, which is unbelievable. Yeah, no, because that, I mean Evan Mobley is a uh, a good big man. Oh, yeah. for sure. And it's it's I don't know. I think Donovan needs to play better. I think that team feeds off his energy. And if he's out there balling, I think the team, like I said, they feed off that and they'll kind of, you know, be lead by example. That's all I'm saying for Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Look, um, all I know is Julius Randle's got to play better next round. He got round. benched. I know. Thibodeau mean, benched him. Seven points, three for ten, oh for four shooting. I mean, like, not not, not great. Julius no. Randle's okay being a guy when it's not important. <laughs> it's so weird. He, played, he, well actually, he was very good in game one. When they went on the road and beat Cleveland, I mean, he was very good. It's game one, but well, I mean, still, I mean, that's you, that's like <laughs> a good time. Playoffs, but uh, it, it's just interesting because I think not that he's he's kind of what you're looking for to be your your guy, right? And I mean, you can't and be talking Julius Randle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he you know he's got the skills to be it. Yeah, he does. And so it's like he's gonna go. <clears> this <throat> team will go as far as he could take them. Yeah, getting benched, scoring well, seven Jaylen points. Brunson has a lot to say with. Yeah. That oh, team. absolutely. I and I do yeah, agree with that, but. I, I just think that he's got to have to play a lot, lot better for this team to be really considered. I, I, I look at it and I'm like, this team's really good in the sense of they're beating the Cavs. But then you go, after that, can you really see them beating anyone else? I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, it's not impossible. I mean, right now, I mean, obviously it would be, it would be the Bucks. Right. They get the Bucks. I mean... I mean, look how the Bucks That's, aren't looking. I mean, the Bucks. I mean, now that the Giannis is back, he's got he's going to be back tonight. Yep. Now the Bucks, yeah. I mean, but at the same time, too. I mean, I I think I mean I think the Knicks are better than the Heat are. I yeah. mean, I, I can see I I can see them giving the Bucks some issues. They're for sure going to give some Bucks some issues, especially if Giannis that. isn't one hundred percent healthy. I'm not even like trying to like play the Heat Heat up like they're that special, but. No, I don't, well, I don't think you know, they're I got the, the Bucks going to the finals anyway. Yeah, yeah, I don't so, see them beating the Heat. In, as long as the Bucks stay healthy, they're going right. to the finals. Or Giannis stays healthy. Keyword. Well, no, I mean they've. I mean the Heat. You know they've. Uh, I mean they did. Are the Bucks up two one in that series? No. I think the Heat are up. Miami's two-one. up two one. God. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, but now that game's tightening up too. Um, Is it on right now? Yeah, it's on right now. Yeah. Um, TNT. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. With it, when it comes to the East, there's only one second round matchup everybody's waiting for, and that's Philly Boston. Yep. Um, I I can't wait for that. I that's a seri- that's the second round matchup I can't wait for. No, I mean that's obviously we're just waiting for Boston to finish it up. Yeah, and I think it's very important that they do finish it tomorrow. They really need to uh, to give Embiid less time to, to get he- back to rest. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that yeah. will be very crucial that they go take care of business, which I do believe they will. I mean, in no Jonte Bo- no Murray in Boston, he got suspended. He got suspended yeah. for the, his that bump with the ref. Yeah, in Boston, I, I think it, just go finish the deal, get get uh, get right and get ready for what well, first game would be. S- Saturday? I would think so. Or, no, it'd be, uh, let's see. Well, yeah, I, 
I don't know how that. I don't know how that's gonna work. It, it's got to be close to the weekend. Yeah, whether it's Friday or Saturday, it's gonna be Friday or Saturday. I think if they, I'll say this: if that happens, then so game five is tonight. I won't be surprised they do it Thursday because that's when game six game six is supposed to be if necessary. No, yeah, game five is tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, then it'll be Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, so, it'll be Saturday. They'll play. It won't be an interesting um, series if if Joel's not playing. No, no. Right. Oh, no. No. Right. no, no. Yeah, he's got he's it's, got to play. It's um, over with. But so does Robert Williams for Boston. Yeah. I don't know how much he's been playing. Boston can win without Robert Williams more so. I yeah. actually, I will say this. I mean, it depends on if we're talking about winning. If we're talking about winning at all, I don't think they can. Oh, without Robert Williams, all, yeah. they need Robert Williams no, probably so. against the Sixers. I think they need him against the Sixers. No, I'm, okay. Well, so yeah. if both of those guys aren't playing, let's just say that hypothetically, then Boston still has Boston enough. Have yeah, 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 they still that's, have enough that's to beat them. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Um, but, yeah, oh, go ahead. But I'm saying they, but Boston absolutely needs. I mean, they need Robert Williams. No, they do for. The final, the conference Peace finals, and, conference and then finals and and the if the they finals. make it to the finals, yeah. 100%. so we can agree. Celtics get it done tomorrow. I agree. They move on. Hawks, you know, put on a good effort the other night to get the dub. Mm-hmm. Shot really well. Um, you know, Trey has a good game. Uh, kind of, you know, put themselves in a good position. Yeah. To tr- to try to come back, but I mean, anytime you fall down, the way that they have, especially. I, I, I never expected them to win this series, but they've really shot themselves in the foot. Can well, yeah. Trey be the guy on the team? I don't know. I mean, I to be quite honest with you, it's all brought it up again. I mean, I know they shot down report those reports, but that kind of news about them like possibly looking to shop Trey, that stuff just doesn't come out of nowhere. Right. I mean, that's something that I I could possibly see Atlanta looking to do. I think people look at Steph Curry. And I'm not trying to get off track, but people look at Steph Curry and they try to implement that into what they're what they want their team to look like. Right. So drafting a guy like Trey, you're automatically thinking, okay, he's going to do what Steph did. Y'all are forgetting that Steph has Draymond Green, who's not the most offensive player, but he brings that grit, that toughness to the Warriors. And then Steph also had Clay Thompson. That doesn't hurt. That doesn't hurt. So. Yet. I want people need to understand that Steph is the guy, and he will go down as one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But that team that was assembled around him, that he grew with, mm-hmm. that he gelled with naturally, mm-hmm. it's undefeated. <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't. Not saying it's under, but you know what I mean. Like it's, hard it's to replicate. Just, it's hard to replicate. So, well, that might be. I mean, and the thing with Trey, do is, you want to segue to that way? Because that's been the best series so far. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean the I mean, East. The East is pretty. I mean, I still think I, the Bucks are going to win this series against the Heat. I do want to say this because, and you mentioned this, I think last episode, which I, I'm not saying that you never said it. I just don't remember saying it. But when we sat there and we put out possible sneaking, uh, like sneaky up champions, like who would you put a future on? And I said the Warriors. Did, did you say that? Too? I said the Warriors. Yeah. I, okay, because I, I said, said the Warriors too. Like, I was listening because I can't. I can't take. I can't remember. I couldn't. I said I could not but bet against it. I just. I thought. I remembered one. It must have been Antoine then. Maybe like giving me like the eyes. Like and I was like, and it's for this very reason, dude. I gave you the, the Warriors. For the Warriors were dead. They were dead in this series. Absolutely dead. Draymond Green gets suspended. <laughs> Everything is looking awful for them. Right. 
And then what happens? What came out today? Fox probably isn't going to play game five. Well, they're hopeful he can Jeez. play game five. He's doubtful now. Jeez. With, a yeah, broken with a broken index finger? Index finger. Okay. Oh, they're the good. Tip, Dude, the tip of his they're done. On his shooting hand. On his shooting hand. They're done. The Warriors automatically advance. Just advance them right well, now. First off, hold on. Let's not act like the Warriors won by 20 points last game. They won by one point. And they're at home. Okay, that's the Warriors too. always ball out when they're at home. I agree. Bro, and they are the worst road, road, road team, team in the play- in the playoffs. Exactly. You, you so think the Kings are beating the Warriors without Fox? Hell no! I'm not. I'm not saying that. But the Kings are still a good team. But Fox, Fox is their guy. We can all agree on that, right? Yeah, Fox he's is the, he's Fox the guy. is their closer. Yeah, yeah. He's their he's their he's, he's their engine. Set. He's yes. the heart and soul of that team, 100%. Even if you want to argue Sabonis is a better player, yada, 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 I think Fox is their guy. And there's no way they're beating the Warriors without him. But if he can somehow play, if he can wrap that finger up, Kobe is one of the most underestimated like players of all time just based on how hurt he played sometimes. Kobe was out there, and if it was the playoffs, he was out there with a shoulder sleeve. He had his fingers broke. He wrapped them up, went out there and balled out. Darren Fox is your moment. You know what I mean? You need to tape that finger up, and I know it's easier for me to say sitting down here, mm-hmm. not having to do that <clears> shit. <throat> but you need to tape that finger up, bro. This is the playoffs. Yeah, I you just, need to get out there. I don't care. Willis Reed went out there with a tore hamstring one time, and all the Bucks have Joe two, Ingles. Two jumpers. God. You know, you need to go out that. there and have your Fuck Willis Reed them. moment. So. I hate Joe Ingles. Um, look, Antoine, I hear you, man. I just don't see it happening. I don't think he plays Game Five. Um, I think the but Warriors, if they go out there, say they go out there and get the dog game five without him, that would be amazing. And then I'll say, then I'll say this: I think then I think the Warriors are done no matter what because they can go win game six and go and say, but they have to come back to Sacramento. I just can't bet against the Warriors, man. And I, I mean, if if De'Aaron Fox, that's tough. No, that's tough. If he is doubtful, it's going to be, you know, I still think if he can play, even limited. I still give the Kings a decent shot. If he could be, if he, if he could, doesn't play at all, then the Warriors. His offense is going to be limited, but I still think he could facilitate. If yeah. he could just be out there and facilitate, bro. Well, who's, who's going to be the? I mean, we know Sabonis, but who's going to be the? Have to be the piece that. Well, I mean, Harrison Barnes is Harrison, going to have to Harrison step Barnes up. and uh, Malik Monk is going to have to play big too. Malik Monk is no. What's the guy? The rookie. Oh, Kenneth Murray. Uh, not Kenneth Murray, but I. Oh God, it's uh, Keegan yeah, Murray. Keegan, Keegan Murray. Murray. Keegan Murray's gonna. They're all gonna have to step up. They're all gonna have to step up. Just but it's the shoulders. The shoulders. Something. The guy that's gonna have to put the weight on his shoulders is Sabonis. He's the other All Star. Yeah. And he's gonna have to step up. I mean, hurt. I mean, they they went and got uh, Herder from uh, uh, Atlanta for a reason. He's got to play better than two points. So. I mean, Malik Monk, you know, gets you sixteen. If he could facilitate, bro. That's all. I'm it's saying. gonna be interesting. That game's on tonight. So, or no, it's tomorrow. It is tomorrow. Yeah. Um. Wow, no, it's not. I'm, I'm just lying oh to you. It's Wednesday. It, the game's on uh, Wednesday? Really? Yeah. Why is it on Wednesday? I mean, that game was... That seems a little silly. I mean, that's uh, plenty of time to figure yeah, out a way say, to get something. That does help. I do like that for, for, for the uh, for the Kings in this sense because obviously I'm just rooting so hard for the Kings right now. Yeah. Um, I think we all are. Yeah. Um, I think America is. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I mean, the... Wow. Oh fuck yeah! I just uh, reporting from uh, Jonathan Torrio. 
looks like at receiver from Texas, Brennan yeah, Thompson, so just I, committed to OU. When, as soon as we started the NBA talk, I saw it on Twitter. I figured that's what you were already talking about when you said it looked like. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. official, like 20 minutes ago, whatever, he committed. Yeah. So, big pickup for that, OU. That, that speed is going to be huge for them. Yep. Absolutely. But uh so again let's uh, let's just say the West have had the better series. I mean Lakers, Grizzlies. Um I mean I will say this last game was not even really close. The one thing I will say that could be huge for the Grizzlies. Jaw was incredible in that fourth quarter. Dude. Uh, he scored twenty did he scored did I read that right? He scored twenty two straight points for the Grizzlies. Bro, Jaw's a monster. I mean, he ended up with 45. I will say this, though. If he can get – if he's confident, that's huge. LeBron had lost a gear. That's a – I'm saying this. I'm saying this now. I heard him say something bad about LeBron. I got to soak this in for a second. uh, Hold on. (laughs) First off, it's always Mike over here. (laughs) I don't care. You know I'm a LeBron fan. I know, but if LeBron – I mean, if Mike's not in the conversation, it's LeBron. And surprisingly – it's crazy that I'm quoting this guy, but Stephen Jackson is the one that said this. You know Stephen Jackson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You used to game plan for LeBron. You have to. But he was so good, it didn't even matter. So the game plan didn't work because he would just put his shoulder down, kick him into that next gear, and it doesn't matter. Now you can game plan against LeBron, and it works. Mm-hmm. Well, and you see that. You see the strategy. Back in the day, bro, LeBron, anybody talk shit to him like that, like Dylan Dylan Brooks did, yeah. he's dropping 40 on on the next game. I right. think me and – didn't me and you talk about that? About oh, yeah. how many points? And we both I said – I said he needed – I said 38. You said 44. He dropped 25. Yeah, uh, that's – And old LeBron is dropping 40 plus. Well, let's not say – and he didn't even drop 25. Against Dylan Brooks because Dylan Brooks got his ass ejected. Got ejected got out of this ejected. game. What a loser. Which, couple things. Look, I am in no shape or form trying to say anything positive about Dylan Brooks because I think he's a punk too. Yeah. I don't really like him. He's good for basketball though. But like, it is good for him. I, I do <clears throat> I do appreciate him stepping up and saying Dylan. what he said. Yeah. yeah. The problem was, dude's got to back it up. And not look, he got ejected, which gave him a free piece of being like, "Look, LeBron didn't even score forty, and I wasn't even in the game." Double down on that bitch. Be like, "We'll see you next game." I'm like, and, I didn't even comment. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. He he took the complete easy way out. Didn't speak to the media. Didn't say anything, and left. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he started the game off like zero for eleven. Now he looks, yeah, exactly. He's not even the scorer, man. What is? He, I don't know what he's trying to do. He tried to win that game by himself. When it's like, no, bro. First of all, we were talking about you being a defender, yeah. not going out there and getting forty yourself. Either way, I, I just don't like it at all. I will say this, Dylan Brooks, and when I say good for basketball, I'm just saying. We need some villains yeah. because it just brings excitement into basketball. You know, of just being dr- uh, one of the reasons, Draymond. you know, the whole Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas Yikes. thing is forever in history because of that. But Well, at least Pat Beth could be a villain and back it up with his defense. True. Yeah. But <clears throat> LeBron, this is the difference between LeBron and Mike right here. LeBron literally went on there and said a statement. I don't need to make a statement. I've been doing this too long. What statements do I need to make? Excuse me? 
What did what did he say? Is this not the playoffs? 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 You just went on there as the Jimmy lead Butler's player and said, you don't need to make a statement. And he's guarding Giannis. I, I don't get it, man. I don't understand that. Michael Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant would have eaten his heart. I mean. And then saved a little bit so they could feed his mom a piece of it. That's very true. You understand where I'm coming from? And LeBron goes on there and say, oh, I don't need to make a statement, bro. Yeah, I don't like it. That just hurts me so much because I'm such a LeBron fan. You know and what? for him to say that, it just. But it's not shocking, though. It's not shocking. That is the part. That it's is not the shocking. Thing. It's not shocking. Can I tell so, you? Look, we're all men here, right? We've all had our incidents of being uh, maybe sack tapped. Yeah. Uh, I can recall a few times, including one that lives rent free in my brain. In New Orleans, when Sam punched me in the <laughs> punch band the balls, it wasn't even a slap; it was a punch. All right, so I've been hit. Okay. Oh man, speaking of St. Patrick's Day, you oh, had yes. one that was. <laughs> Let me just say, LeBron did not get hit that hard. No, you're right. I thought I saw LeBron James die on the court. I mean, that dude. Not only was he down, but he was grimacing. Like, he's either got the world's biggest pecker or, <laughs> you know, trying to sell the job so hard. I couldn't believe it. I had to make the comment because I texted you guys in the group after seeing it. And I was like, this is unbelievable. Like, LeBron, even, I mean, like, if, if that happened, I'm not saying LeBron needs to get up and get himself inject, ejected. But, like, he should have got up and maybe done something in this sense, too. Because he doesn't say anything to Dylan, about Dylan Brooks. He doesn't react to what Dylan Brooks done. He just is. And Think I about this. I don't get it. This perfect person. Think about if he did this to KG. KG might kill kill him right there on Bro, court. That's, straight. But that's, that's, a, that's, gives, that's 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 yeah. No. But that's again, what gives people that. That's why KG is who he is, bro. And LeBron, don't don't get it twisted. LeBron has been a killer at times. Yes. But it, it's just we just I don't know. It just needs to always be turned on, in my opinion. He's been a killer at times, but he's also been a, a big bitch at times. He, even when he was the killer, let's not, let's not forget. Be. I mean, he, there even during there were a lot of times when when he was on the Heat, and I'm cheering the Heat on, where I'm like, it's tough to cheer for this guy because not only does he necessarily say the wrong things at times, but he was just the way he was reacting at times and, and the like, flopping and the flop. Oh, there's so many. So, I'm glad that kind of like you remember the whole was flopping it? is still there, but it's not as bad as it was. No, I, I feel like it has gotten a little better. Um, the, what what game was it? Was it in Indiana where he had the cramp game? No, you talking about in the finals? It was in that the was finals. in the finals. Okay, I was trying to think of what building it was in. Some that was in Indiana. Against, I could have sworn it was against the. No. Thunder? No, I no. think it was against Spurs. Spurs, yeah, it had to be against Spurs because was it in San Antonio? Because they kept talking about how they, San no. Antonio would turn the. <laughs> was it Game Seven? Boy, I can't remember. Was it Game Seven? No, he kept getting cramps and came out with his headband off. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I don't think of Seven though. It wasn't Game Seven. Yeah, it was. But I remember. I know what you. It was like. I remember. I, know what I you're don't talking know. About. There's just been a lot of things because yeah. you know that all brings me back to the Paul Pierce in the wheelchair. 
Which now it's funny to come out with some of the stories saying he might have pooped his pants. Yeah, I think he even he said, said, he he said that. <laughs> he said he didn't do that. Oh, no, he, he, of course he, he said. said. He, spra- he said he sprained his thing. He said he didn't poop his pants. Yeah, well. Or anything like that. <laughs> I, I don't know. know. KG, that, him and KG have a podcast and they was talking about it. That was one of the most overreaction things I'd ever seen in my yeah. life. It was, I was like, am I watching WWE right now? Because it, that's what it felt like. Because then all of a sudden, of course, he came back and just went off. And you're just like, okay. Hey, Paul Ten Pierce minutes ago, was the you're, truth, bro. Hey, man, you know, you dro- he dropped the, uh, you know, he let he lost some weight, you know, in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And came back out, played the film better. you need a good duty. You, you got, all of a got the bubble guts. Yeah, the bubble guts. And you go got the bubble guts. On everybody, you know. You know, you got to change your compression shorts. You know, you you're know. good to go. You're good. His, uh, but, his, uh, laxatives hit him late. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, but get back on point. Get back, get, get back on point. I'll tell you this. I actually like the Grizzlies in Game Four. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I like them in Game Four. I think Jaw's going to be. I think, like I said, I think that fourth quarter is going to give him a lot of confidence. Um, obviously, I think Dylan Brooks is going to play better. Um, it's hard to play worse. Yeah, exactly. He he's got to play better anyway. So I think he's going to play better. I think it'll be a close game, but I like Grizzlies tying it up. Uh, 2-2. And then uh, I think uh, I see Denver is going to close it out back in Denver. That being said, great job, Ant-Man. But last two games for Timberwolves, uh, I mean, he was incredible the last two games. Can Ant-Man be the guy on the team? Yeah, Ant-Man is the guy on the team. Ant-Man is the guy on the team. He is is that They put a better team around him, like a.k.a. get rid of Cat, because I don't feel like Cat's doing him any favors. Cat's a bitch. So is Gobert. Yeah, We haven't talked since, obviously, the playing game. But let me tell you a player I hate more than anybody in the NBA, and that's Rudy Gobert. He's the most overrated player. He's such a player. bitch. He's the most overrated player in the NBA. And the cat cries so goddamn much. Every call, it's like, Jesus Christ, dude, you act like you don't foul. Yeah, it, it is It is a lot. It's. It, I, I would have thought that, th- that this Anthony team Edwards. would have uh, just looked better, and they don't. They just don't. Game one you can make an excuse for because they just played a game two days before that. But since then, I mean, they're just I – mean, Denver is – I'll give Denver a lot of credit. Denver has just looked better. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, they played a close one the last, I think, two in Minnesota. A lot of that's been due to Anthony Edwards dropping 45 and then 34. And then uh, – but with him saying that, you know, it would be embarrassing to have a uh, sweep on his, uh, you know, his career. Uh, Ant-Man said that in the press no. He said that would no. be embarrassing to him, and he wasn't going out like that. Oh, foul on. The foul was on Lowry on that. <laughs> Just for the record. That's, that's unreal. That's, that's what he said my fault. That is insane. Uh, oh, they changed it. They okay. overruled it. I'm like, that's one of the worst things I've ever seen. That, I don't know how they saw that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that was on Lowry. Okay. Yeah. But, um, but again, Denver, Jamal Murray, Bubble Murray. I mean, that was the one thing about that 45. They had, he dropped 41. Mm-hmm. And a very entertaining game. Uh, seems like Jamal Murray is really starting to find his footing. Good. Uh, I think Nuggets are going to. Took them two and a half years. Yeah, it's going to. Uh, they're going to pull that out. Um, and then, of course, it comes out to the other series in the West: Clippers, Suns. First off. First off, before we get into anything. <laughs> All right, go ahead, say it. Because uh, you're going to say what I think I'm going to say. The Russell Westbrook haters can eat a dick. The man has been nothing short than spectacular in this series. And 
Kawhi Leonard's out here sitting games out. Um, I will say Russell Westbrook is right now being able to play in an offense that suited him with the OKC Thunder. The problem is, is that when Russ plays with other superstars, he has to take a back seat and he doesn't know how to. But he has been balling since he went to the Clippers. Yeah. When he was playing, he has been balling, but he wasn't balling to this level because Kawhi was still there. Right? I think Paul George has been injured for a while now, right? Yeah, Paul George, he's not playing this entire series. Yeah. So, I'll say this. I think if Paul George was playing, I think they're probably going to – they probably beat the Suns. Well, we saw how they, they, they played together against the, in the Thunder. They're definitely a lot more competitive. They played together on the Thunder. So they have chemistry mm-hmm. from that. But this offense is suited to, hey, <clears throat> give me the ball. Let me let me be ball dominate you guys. Eat off of what I give you. Let me facilitate. Let me score. Russ has been balling. Well, it's just – it's so much that too. His shooting has been so much better in this series. I mean, except outside of I mean, outside Shot of game one, has been good. Yeah, and I mean, well, I mean, the last game, he was incredible from three. Well, because he's able to play downhill. Well, I mean, he, on I the mean, Lakers, he was six he's not able to do threes. that because he had to look for his first option, which was LeBron. Then Anthony Davis. Russell was a third option on the Lakers, and people well, don't understand. I mean, yeah, but how, that was obvious. Yeah. Yeah, people don't understand that he had to take that back seat and kind of play to their style. Well, now he's getting to do what he wants to do. So, um, with that being said, too. Let's talk about this Kawhi Leonard guy for a second. Yep. Extremely talented player. Definitely one of the top 75 greatest. But, dude, your greatest asset you could be to a team is being available. And you are not available. You can't trust him to save you. You can't trust him to be on the court to save your life. And I'm talking about he, he was about injured. Too. He was injured with the Spurs against Golden State the year before he went to Toronto I say, and balled hey. out. Injured. 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 That, that's what I was about to say. Because finish your statement, but yeah, I'm gonna yeah, build okay, off that. Yeah, I mean, he was quote unquote injured, but he really just didn't want to play because he didn't want to be with the Spurs, right? He's just a big ass baby. I don't. Sometimes. I don't know when this changed because I felt like there for a second he was an absolute killer and a guy who can be as great as he wants to be. Um, you just said and, it though, and knowing that he was going to be the guy after all the the oldies left the Spurs and all that, I mean he had he had such a great ability uh, to be, you know, whoever he wanted to be with the Spurs, and then something happened, something changed because he sits out against the Warriors, and then it's all, after that he's had these injuries that have, you know, been like okay he's going <coughs> to sit out a couple games, and then he sits out ten. You're like the load management thing too. It's just it's like, been insane. It's been absolutely insane. Your team absolutely needs you because right now I think they lose next game and it's done. Oh yeah, four four one, and I totally a hundred percent believe that this is going to be one of the greatest failures in all of sports. One hundred percent history. One hundred percent to put this much talent on a team. Clippers spent their savings on them. And they traded away a guy. Clippers spent their savings. They trade away a guy who is now what many people, kind of a bona fide superstar. And they gave up a King's ransom to get Paul George. They gave away SGA, gave up a ton of first round picks. I mean, they gave away their future for Paul George, who, by the way, again, another guy who can't you can't trust to stay healthy. 
I mean, yeah, this is a complete failure by them. And it's a complete Clippers thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. This is what they do. And, yeah, no, absolutely not. I am not leaving Paul George out of this because I do like Paul George. It was cool with the Thunder. I felt like he – we respectively got rid of him in the in out of respect because we were going in the rebuild mode and didn't want to waste him. Yeah. So we did out of respect. So I don't have any hate against him for you know leaving. He did everything right in he that. He tried trade. everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. He is in the exact same boat of being like, bro, can you not just stay healthy a little bit to help your team? This is like they need you. And it does feel a lot at times a lot of load management, even during the season where it's like, okay, he could probably play, but like, oh, we're good enough to make the playoffs, so let's just hold off and we'll keep him out. Well, now we find himself in a position where he needs to be playing and he can't even be on the court. I mean, it's just they did everything to protect you. It still was enough. You still got too hurt, can't play. And like I said, one of the biggest – Absolute bust of all time as a team uh, is what the the Clippers are. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, I agree with, with that one hundred percent. I agree with you. And 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 when both the players are healthy, they're absolute, they're absolutely top tier. But yeah, I I feel like uh, it's definitely one of the because, like I said, the Clippers unloaded. They cleared out the bank to get Paul George. No they cleared out everything to get Kawhi exactly what he wanted. And Kawhi got that. I mean, I'm telling you this right now. Let's just either. let's just say this. Say they didn't trade for Paul George. Say like they still kind of get it. This team is so much better with SGA and Kawhi. I believe that. Well, SGA was able to be the player he is because he didn't have to play behind Kawhi. Let's be real. SGA is a. I mean, great SGA was his clip. His first year at the Clippers, he had a really good rookie year. I mean, there's a reason why he was such a trade piece. Yeah, but and he, in, he also, I don't think he would have been that player having to play with Kawhi though. I don't know, dude. I I don't I don't you know if I agree. He would I, be yeah, the, okay, I agree. I do. Has SGA crossed over to the the superstar? In my opinion, yes. Yes. He, okay, you wouldn't have said that if he was on the Clippers with Kawhi. I, man, I don't know. I'm telling you, bro. No way. Dude, no way. His game, I, his game, his game fits he, so much. It fits actually pretty well with Kawhi. If he went back to the Clippers now, you can say that he's still a superstar. But he was able to blossom into this player he is and be this killer because he was the leader on the team. It's just so different when you're that guy as opposed to playing behind that guy. Well, here's the problem: Kawhi never played, you know what so I mean? Shea would have been that guy. I don't know, bro. Scotty Pippen thought he was that guy. What happened? He didn't win the championship. Well, that was his own fault. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Um, you guys, have you guys been happy with the NBA playoffs so far? As far as uh, entertainment, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of been. Okay. It's been okay. We're really mm-hmm. waiting for the next round. The next yeah. round is when it really is going to get set and going. Um, it's just basketball for me, bro. Is I and you know it used to be my favorite sport and. I'm not going to say it's not. I think I'm leaning a little more towards football these days, but it's just so blah. I kind of miss the days when people didn't score more than 96 points in a game. There's something to that. Absolutely. I mean, it's just so like spread out and get the ball, run down the court, shoot a three, get the ball, run down the court, shoot another, the other team shooting a three. It's just the inside out. I, it's outside in now, and I miss the inside out. I miss people actually playing defense. 
Well, he still needs. He still needs some so, big men because that, that, as the Thunder proved, yeah. But, you're not but at the same time, it's like it's NBA is just so three point focused. Sometimes it's not fun to watch. If I'm being honest, right? Well, it's just so soft. I mean, because now they're talking about banning the charge, which I don't know. Banning the yeah, charge. Yeah, they're, they're talking about getting rid of the charge, yeah. which I don't know how much more you can help offense. Right. I mean, now we're talking about it being like all star game level points, and so. <sighs> Oh my God! If they yeah. did that, that is not. That's so soft. That is. We're gonna see. We're already seeing games that are well, we people scoring Clipp- 160 points. Well, the Clippers and Kings they score what 170 a piece, yeah. and like what double, triple overtime. Dude, yeah. I miss enforcers. Well, that's it, why I like Dylan. I don't like. I do not like Dylan Brooks. I don't see Dylan Brooks I'm, as an enforcer. Okay, but he's an adjective. He's, he's trying to play that. He's role. an adjective. Yeah. The, uh, Draymond Green is an enforcer. Yes, that's he's an, an adjutant. He's an enforcer. I miss that level to the game. The Charles Oakleys, the Antonio Davises, the those type of guys that the Ben Wallace, Ben Wallace. I miss that about the game where you just had a guy, the Dennis Robbins, where you had a guy on the court that was literally there to rebound, play defense, and enforce. Law, yeah. Don't don't f with my best player. It's just a it's a completely it's just, different game now. Yeah, and and I'm I'm the same way, Antoine. I mean, there for a second, Bas. I I mean, I was watching nearly every Thunder game. You know, I had a, a rooting interest in the Heat. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that was going on where I absolutely loved basketball, and I'm thinking. I used Damn. to watch every season opener. Yeah, I'm thinking it's just crazy, you know. Then you were waiting for like Christmas Day games and like all that stuff to where you're like, oh man, these this slate of games are fantastic and da da. Now I'm just I've kind of fallen out of love with it, and I'm like, I mean, to be honest with you, boys, I haven't watched a full game and I don't know how long. This year's um, been like the first time, like, and it's mainly been Thunder games. Look, yeah, you but, run inside, you throw the ball out, they shoot the three. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just. It's what the game is now. As, as much as I love basketball, it's just I'm watching it, and it's supposed to be for the better, and these players are a lot more skilled. But for me, I don't know. I guess I just yeah. like a little grittiness. No, it, it's different. But next round, I think we will get to see that because of some of the storylines. I mean, like, like you said, a, a Philly Boston is going to be fantastic. It's really that, good. That will be a, a great way to see. Philly Boston is going to be freaking. I mean, imagine bad, so. Imagine right. Say the you know Warriors do pull off, and the Lakers beat the Grizzlies. We get Lakers Warriors second round. Mm-hmm. I mean Warriors. that's going to be. LeBron don't have that gear, man. I'm so used to seeing him yeah. having to drop 38 points a game to get his team through the playoffs. Yeah. And then the Suns are just sitting here the, watching them. I'm the, like, man, hey, I'm, the Suns are tough. Yeah, they are tough. The Suns are tough, bro. But man, I'll t- I don't know. I'll say this: This is the first time I've said this the whole time. It's going to be tough for them against the Nuggets. Nuggets don't look like a great matchup for them. Right I, now. I, I do. Give me, give agree, I do agree. It'll be tough, and I can definitely see that series going. Seven, like, I can see I, that going seven. I, seven would be crazy. Like, and I would love it. I can definitely see it going a hard six to where um, you know Suns win in six, but every those wins were close, and, and it could have gone either way. Um, I, I'm like once again. There's nothing better than Game Seven in sports, so I'm, yeah. I'm here for it if it goes that way. I really don't care which team wins. Um, I, I don't really care. I've always liked Devin Booker, uh, and, and I like and, Devin Booker, and, but he's been he's, so, he's never dis- going to be the lead. He's guy been disappointing to me these last couple of years. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying though. Is like I kind of want to see him. Who's been disappointing? Devin Booker. 
Yeah. He was so disappointing in the finals. Yeah, remember, I mean, he had a really good game. He was so he, disappointing. He also in the had some bad. I mean, it was bad. Devin but, Booker is not going to be able to lead a team to the. But well, and he may not ever need to with continue to add pieces. Chris Paul, they added. Then they had KD. I mean, it's just like you could keep adding guys around a guy like him, and it'd be just fine. So, uh, um, what was I going to say? Give me before we move on from basketball. Give me your pick out of the West. I mean, my pick would be the Suns. Yeah, I don't know how you go against that. Yeah, I mean, that's my pick too. I mean, it's just it, I'm I looking think at that team the other night, though, right? I'm looking at that team the other night, and I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" Like this, they're so good. Yeah, they're so good. Our East is different, right? You I got the you Celtics. Two, I think you two have the same. And me and Preston got the Bucks. Bucks. I have the Celtics. Yeah. Do you see that man right there? Yeah. He's he's better than Joel Embiid, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> and I think he's going to lead that team. But that's why I think team. Robert Williams is so important because right. Robert Williams is, I mean, that's a guy who can, I mean, I'm not saying he's going to shut down Giannis, but he'll give Giannis some issues. Yep. Okay. Uh, all right, let's switch gears. Um, two short things real quick, and then we'll get to the boxing fight. I do want to say, like I said in the beginning of the show, watch a little bit of Live, uh, especially a lot of stuff on social media. And has... Because there for a second, I was thinking, damn, like everyone was hating on Liv with the viewership, the CW jokes, everything going. After watching a little bit this weekend, I was like, it's kind of cool. It was kind of a cool weekend. You had the team aspect. uh, The crowd was incredible. Very lit. I will say this. I don't know if they last. I don't know if I'm going to even watch much more. I will say this, though. I will be going when they come here to Tulsa in July. After after seeing that crowd the other day, I mean, they're guys that are freaking. Are they coming to Tulsa and Broken Arrow? I said Tulsa. That's why I meant Broken Arrow, Cedar Ridge. Um, the DJs are playing from tent to tent. Damn, they're playing their Cedar Ridge. It's just an absolute party. I mean, it, I am very excited about that. Um, I, I will. I will definitely. May. I, I said July. I don't know. There, there is That's room. me off. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. For this May. entertaining aspect of like, if, if you notice a lot of sports, they're starting to do a lot of like this. Have you guys watched Banana Baseball yeah. or what's it called? Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that would ever be the biggest sport of, you know, no. of base, for baseball, but there is room for that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it brings another entertainment, aspect of, of finding ways to relate to crap. Obviously, we know attention spans these days are very small, right? Yes, because everything's I mean, so quick. That's why, like, what the pitch clock has done for baseball is wow. insane. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it is sped games up by 30-plus minutes. Um, people are able to stay locked in for, you know, longer. It, it, it's I'm always down to try to find ways to support the game and ways to make it better. Because I do understand at some point you have you have to adapt to the times, right? And here with the golf, I mean, I can only imagine what golf used to be like going back in like let's say the early '90s and stuff oh like God. that. Mm-hmm. Going how 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 uh, country uh, country club snob ish it felt. Yeah, you know, everyone's in their slacks and their you know collared shirts. Super and quiet. Just, yeah, yeah, just so boring. just. You know, whatever. And now it's like it's become more about, dude, you can go out there with your boys, have a great time, follow around your favorite guys who are now coming very personable. 
easy to follow on social media, those kind of things. I mean, it's it just you <clears> everybody to. with their cool uh, golf shoes. Yeah, like oh, everybody's yeah. like transferring Absolutely. basketball shoes over yeah. into golf shoes is pretty cool. It's just you, they're doing things to adapt to the the new crowd of people. <laughs> That's watching, just weird, right? That's just weird. Uh, <laughs> That's just, not on TV. <laughs> yeah, right. We don't need to see that. Um, I don't know. I, I like it. And I, I think what the live is doing, even if it's um, they don't last, maybe it's something the PGA can adapt a little bit with, kind of like we saw with the NFL adapting with some of the stuff the XFL did. Mm-hmm. And that turns me to my next point is watch. I've been watching a, ta- a bit of uh, XFL, and I think it's officially time to say that they have arrived and that it is a becoming a pretty good product to watch. Yeah. It, it, it's not just something that you're going to sit there and just be absolutely It's not cheesy. With. It's not cheesy. It's not a, no. it's not a, it, a gimmick. It, and it's been good football. Yeah. I mean, and that's been what's lacking is with these other leagues is just like you're watching and it's, you know, uh, 16 to 13 and, you know, there's no offense and, you know, guys can't, you know, kickers can't kick and you can't run the ball and, you know, it's just guys dropping passes. It's just not been good. Well, I don't think that's the case anymore. I think the XFL has really turned a page and is moving in the right direction. And you can get invested into the XFL. I think the USFL and the XFL need to merge. I think that would be a good. Or I think even that would find be a good. Way to compete against each other. And I think it. I think mm. if the NFL was smart, the MLB, the NBA, soccer, hockey. They all have minor league teams or development mm-hmm. leagues. Mm-hmm. The NFL is the only one that don't have that. College. They use college as their development league. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you actually put money behind the XFL, that could be your development league. Right? Have about how many teams does the XFL have now? Eight? Is it I think it's eight. Eight yeah, or ten? Eight, yeah. Right? That's Put it. money behind the XFL, XFL, USFL merge. You could have about 12 to 16 teams, right, and use that as your development league. Do you know the type of talent that you can get? Or do you know that you could even send your players down to that team and just rehab them, kind of like how the MLB does for their players? You know, hey, go down there and get a couple reps at quarterback. Like, if they did stuff like that, the XFL would just be – I, th- I think there's definitely something that they could tie together with. And I-, I think they're starting to make small moves with that. And I think that's been important. And it's a way to keep it sustainable and continuing to grow um, because that's going to be important. Because it-, it has been better, but can it stay at that level enough to pique 100%. everyone's interest? Um, I think so. But, it- it, you know, it's going to take a lot of effort. So. I think the NFL also may be in bed with college basketball. There obviously are, but I think if you did have a development league, that might affect college football just a little bit from the standpoint of you might have players transferring to the XFL as opposed to finishing out their college so that they can get more money. Like I could see that because you're already seeing it in the NBA. Right. You're seeing that, you know, a lot of these top picks from high school – they don't want to go to college. They'll go play for, you know, a development league team and then get drafted out of that development league team, you know, from That's there. True. So it's like yeah. not saying it's just going to be this big 
thing, but we mm-hmm. saw how to tra- we see what transfer portal is doing to right. We see what NIL is doing to college football in a short amount of time. So sure, yeah, it's just it could be something. Yeah, I don't know for sure. Um, all right, you want to talk uh, boxing? Oh yeah, it was a uh, a pretty good card. Yeah, uh, well, I-, I was happy with watching some of the the pre fights um, leading up to. It. I mean, obviously it was nothing spectacular, but. It was good to just watch a little bit. Get, yeah. get you could feel the hype in the cool. air. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that to me is because it was such special. a big fight. Um, yeah, yeah. I think we were in the middle of bussing. Yeah. <laughs> we were bussing when all the other fights were going on up until the lead. The big we saw fight. the Morel knockout though. Yeah, that was a pretty good fight. But uh, the main fight, dude, it was that that fight was probably as of right now. Sorry, that fight was probably the biggest um, fight in boxing. And that boxing needed that fight to happen. Uh, everything, everything that led up to it, all the shit talk. I know you guys don't watch boxing like that, but they have been talking. Yeah, I've watched, back I've and watched forth. all the pre stuff. They have been talking back and forth for years, man. Like at least three to four years about fighting, and they finally were able to make it happen. Ryan Garcia bet on himself. He did everything Tank wanted. Um, only knock I have against Tank is Tank could have made the fight at 140. He chose to drain Ryan, and he also chose to add a rehydration clause. Yeah, that that seems a little. So that's kind of skeptic skeptic yeah. to me um, yeah. that Tank would do something like that. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to take anything away from Tank. He did what he needed to do to get the job done. Uh, Ryan Garcia is a is an extremely talented boxer. He has all the skills and abilities to be a great fighter, but he had never been in that moment. He had never fought anybody as close to as good as Tank was. His best fight was Luke Campbell, and he knocked Luke Campbell out. But um, Javante Davis is just a completely different beast. Right now, I could say he's the face of boxing. Him and Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence are kind of the faces of boxing. I would say that. Um, And obviously, the biggest fight in boxing that could be made would be Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence. But Javante Davis, dude, that I actually watched the uh, highlight of that body knockout again because I was kind of like, what the, f- what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And I listened to it. It literally sounded like somebody was sh- shot a gun. <laughs> it literally sounded like somebody shot a gun. And it was the craziest thing. The thing that bothers me is that he got right up that's, after that that's 10 count. Thing I'm so, like, so it's kind of like, yeah, mm. bro, like, did you did you just take a dive? But listening to that body shot, that late reaction, that's so real. Yeah, that is real. The that is so shot. real. Because if anybody's ever been hit in the liver, bro, it liver shot. hurts so yeah. much. But I do think Ryan Garcia, I think the moment got too big for him. He got thrown off his game when he couldn't dominate Javonta the way he wanted to. Then he got caught and got knocked down to the ground. That was only his second time ever being on the yeah. canvas. And then it just kind of fell apart from there. He was afraid from that. For, it was just he, that you know he was he was dictating the fight early, right, Garcia, and 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 he was showing um, he was showing. I mean, I, I thought the moment wasn't too big, right? I thought he was showing that he had a plan and he was sticking to his plan, and then he went away from the the jab, which was really interesting because like the, it was working. It was keeping him. It, it was keeping him the aggressor the whole time. And then, uh, yeah, he got caught, right? And then after that, it just seemed very different. I don't know. I just kind of got that feel like, 
man, you're losing every round after that. Because he, he got the problem is he got too um, he was too eager. Yeah, maybe a little too bit, but he was too eager. They were still filling each other out, and he just dove in. I don't, but see, I don't, I don't, I didn't hate that. It was the problem was he went away from the jab, and then he stayed back, and then became the hunted. Hundred uh, percent. And once that happened, he didn't have any response to it. Tank was plotting that. Tank was, Tank was setting that up the entire time, because Tank is used to fighting bigger guys, but he's had issues with lengthy, speedy guys like right. Ryan Garcia, which is why I was like, man, that's such a tough fight to call. By the way, you owe me food. Um, For what? Yeah, we made a bet. Don't think I forgot. Oh, and my. Philly was there too. For what? We made a freaking bet that we were going to do $20 or 50 bucks, but I said, just buy me the brook or something. And we shook on it. On the fight? At Arena, yes. Okay. Because you said you were out of town. Bro, we make these I, bets. I, and you gonna, all... I don't remember that at all. Wow. At all. But Do you remember the bet that we, anyway, off target, I, I, off topic. This is like going back to the Oklahoma bet. <laughs> yeah, no, he still owes me, a, he still has to shave his head. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, no. I don't recall. Okay, bro. You don't recall things. shit. You don't recall any bet that you lose. No, I, I, I'm very right? honest. I mean, like, I, <laughs> yeah, I said it. Look, look, look. Anyway. I, I, don't remember, I don't remember betting the food. We bet food at Arena. But you know what? Well, I'm honoring it. What were we, do, what were we doing at Arena? We were, were It was after the game. Which game? After we came back from the, the football game. Arena? We all went to Arena. I mean, the, 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 the Arena football game? Yeah. We The Arena football game, we went to Arena the bar. Y'all knew that. But I didn't know you guys made a bet there. Yes, we made a bet. Jamari was there. Somebody, Brittany was there. You were there. That's cool I'm there, but that doesn't mean I no, know it's bad. Somebody, somebody peeped your boy that had on the blue jersey. He watched us bet that, too. What's his name? Oh, uh, he had on, like, the North Carolina. Yeah, something. Anyways. Okay. I, so. I, I owe you. All right. But, um, yeah, what, what was I saying? You got me off target. Well, Javante was setting that up the whole time, bro. He was just watching. He's he's used to people trying to press him against the ropes, and what he'll do is he'll counter off the ropes. But what you saw was Ryan Garcia going out on offense, and he has a tendency to put his chin out. And if you throw it overhand, over his hand, you throw overhand left or overhand right, you can clip him. And that's exactly what you saw. And it's the wrong person to be clipped against because Javante, they call him Tank for a reason. Yeah, he power. has 20, now has 29 wins with 27 knockouts. There's a reason you don't do that against Javante Davis. Yeah. Um, I, so, what? Um, obviously, the, the talk came out instantly right after the fight that there was a mole in this camp. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that stuff had gotten out. Yeah. What, what What's some of this stuff? I'm curious. Uh, um, was it something about protecting the body? I could show you. I could show you a video. He's got a weak liver. I could show you a video of Javante <laughs> Davis saying they were, this guy in fight hype. I watch. I will, you know. I watch all the videos. Fight hype was talking to Javante Davis, and they was asking him a question about Ryan Garcia, and he looked up and said, "Ask Ryan um, how his body's feeling, because I heard he got hurt to the body. He don't know that I know." But just ask him, just ask him when you see him, like, hey, how's your body feeling? Hmm. I promise you, and this came out, and this probably came out a month or two before the fight. 
that there was something there behind it. So there was something there behind it. Leonard Ellerby, who's the CEO of Mayweather uh, Promotions, um, who's at every been at every Mayweather fight, been in this corner, whatever. He even said in the last what press conference, that? he said in the last press conference that, yeah, somebody in your camp is talking. That's and sure enough, enough, somebody in his camp was talking. So well, yeah, there's a reason why that body shot was such a thing, bro. Yep. And I mean, boy, when it when it landed, you could tell it got like it looked like it nicked him from the first bit. Yes, I watched it back. I was gonna say, watch it back. You do see the impact. I mean, you could tell the the way his body changes. Ooh. But man, I just I still just didn't know if that God. was enough to have have, have uh, done what it did, especially since he got right back up after. I, I don't know. I I didn't like I didn't like the ending, but I didn't care for it either. When you but, when you cut weight. When you cut weight, yeah, it then you're you're told now that you can't eat and have all the fluids to replenish your body. That affects oh, your sure. stamina. That affects your liver. That affects your your breathing. Your your you know conditioning. All of that. Javante knew what he was doing, bro. Which makes me think that he believed that Ryan could actually beat him. And he needed to get the upper hand, which kind of pisses me off a little bit. But when you're the A side, that's just what the fuck they do. They do what right, they want. Too. They see what they can get away with. Tell you what, Ryan Garcia's camp just needs to learn this line when they talk to people. I'm no fucking rat. I'm no fucking rat. Well, <laughs> man, because that's gonna be coming up a lot. Yeah, dude, it was it was pretty crazy, bro. It's pretty crazy that whole thing. But it was a good fight. I'm glad it happened. Um, hopefully the division is going to get that division at 135 is stacked between Devin Haney, Javante Davis, Shakur Stevenson, who I think is going to be the face of boxing. Um, Kimbosa, there's a, there's a lot of fights that can be made at 135. Um, there's a lot of fights that can be made at 140. So I'm excited where, where boxing is. Yeah. So. Oh, cool. Um, don't have a ton to talk about baseball right now. I do just want to mention that, like we said earlier, I have enjoyed watching the games. Just got a better flow to everything. Um, I, I hope the the average fan who watches can see that instantly and just be like, "Oh yeah, this is uh, you know suitable." I can I can do that. Um, Cubs, we talked about last week playing pretty good baseball. Yeah. Not the best. Yep. Not the best weekend. This past weekend um, sucked. You yeah, know, I felt the same way. The Yankees' offense is not doing much right now, and that's that's very frustrating as well. How's your guy? How's the new guy? New guy, uh, Volpe. Yeah. Uh, is he still playing he, trash? He's, he's playing great defense. Um, when he gets on base, he's absolutely electric. It's awesome. Uh, Yankees are stealing bases like crazy right now. I think we're second in. Uh, but it's hitting is so so, huh? Do what? His hitting is also, but it's his hitting's not there yet. I mean, it's definitely showing. Um, he's just got to find ways to to slap the ball and use the speed. Um, that's where a guy like like an Ichiro, uh, someone who can literally just put the ball on the ground and use that speed, helped him so much throughout his entire career. Dude, Ichiro didn't even. He literally just tried to put the ball on the back. Like, you put the bat on the ball is what I meant. Like, he never – I've never even seen him really hit for power. He or could like, if he wanted he to. He could. That's what was crazy. That's the crazy he thing. He didn't he need to. And that, That's and, so and crazy. He, you know, arguably could be considered, had he played his entire career here, would maybe be the greatest hitter of all time. 
And, and that's that's Agreed. saying something. Agreed. There's a lot of surprises so far in the season. And he has more hits than Pete Rose, right? Technically, between Japan both the leagues. And, yeah. Between both yeah. the leagues. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of surprises in the so far this league in the oh, league. Absolutely. I mean, you look at Baltimore, fourteen and seven, second place in the East. Uh, I mean, the That's central. Adley Rushman is going. The balling. central sucks. Um, see here, Texas at fourteen and seven, one of the best offenses in the league so far. Um, I guess if you say the NL East, it's mainly because the Phillies are eleven and twelve. Uh, let's see, Pittsburgh at sixteen and seven. I think they've won seven straight. Uh, and then Arizona going from, you know, worst to first yeah. so far. And they're doing it with a negative run difference. Yeah. Um, that is wild. That is pretty wild that the the West is playing that badly. But, yeah, still a lot of baseball to go. But, uh, I mean, there are some pretty – Where are we sitting at, two? We are sitting in three right yeah. now. Oh, the Pirates are balling right now. The Pirates are one. The eight Brewers are two. Yeah. The Cardinals suck. That's always good to see. That's always good to hear. So – yeah, so far. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, Washington's terrible. Oakland, my God. I mean, Oakland's bad, but Kansas City is really bad. Good. Just make those tickets that much cheaper when I go see them. Yeah, uh, no kidding. The Yankees. The Central, the, central, the NA, AL Central is just not good. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the team we haven't mentioned yet, uh, but has just been railroading Major League Baseball, the Rays. I mean, it seems like someone mentioned them before the season started. I just want to know what Kenny Smith is. Something's got <laughs> someone. Someone. Will, something will have Something's to give. Something's got to give because you can't be Jeez. the best at pitching and hitting, and somehow <laughs> they are. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and I'm just tired of it. But um, yeah, no. I mean, you called it. And no, no. But they, I agree with you. Something will give, and there will come a stretch where it's not going to click like this. Right. I mean, because if this keeps up, we're talking about a team that could be. That's on pace to be in all time. No, I mean, everything they've done is historic. Oh, I'm trying to laugh, bro, but it's like, how did, what the hell did you do, bro? What are you talking about? You, what the hell did he do this? It, it got to just be his career. Uh, just all the years he played basketball. Just the way he was. Kenny Smith. Walking. I mean, I. I just Kenny? don't know how you could be that not need. It is just crazy. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> knock need, I'm sorry. Knock need. But, uh, um. But, but no. yeah, no, some good surprises in baseball early. But again, it's early. I mean, again, I I say that about the Cardinals, but it just feels destined. They're about to they'll have one of those runs. A good month. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Dodgers. I mean, again. Yep. Same. They're they're destined. I mean, like I said, they just came off three or four in Wrigley. Uh, it's funny about the Cubs is that they're so much better on the road so far than they are at home. Is it that is weird? I saw that the other day, and I was like, oh, that's that's it. That's an odd stat. Yeah. That's what I was looking. At. I was like, that's a that's a weird stat. But, but no. Um, yeah, great start so far. I was thinking we need to go ahead and make a date and uh, go to a driller game. Yes. We need to get something set. I'm, it has to be a Thursday. To, we've done an arena football game. We need to do a Thursday It game. has to be a Thursday. Oh, it's whenever you don't have softball, right? A kickball. Oh, kickball. Well, it depends. I mean, I can do – I mean, what time do games normally start? 7.05. 7. I mean, I can always make a – if we have like a 6.45 game, I, I get done at 7.45. Yeah. I can always make a, make it late to the game. Yep, that's true too. Oh, yeah. And I mean, impression will probably be uh, six <laughs> beers in. Yeah, I mean, you talking about like I won't already be drinking. Yeah, that's a good point. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> then, my bad. My yeah. bad, bro. Well played. Yeah, that's that. You're, you're talking about like I'm not already going to yeah. be. Are you Are you going out this Thursday? 
Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. The weather's supposed to be shitty this week. I was oh, saying, yeah. I mean, we may not even have a game, which yeah. then uh, if I do, then I'll probably have to go to the gym to get possibly ready for this. I was going to say, maybe trying to get ready for a PR this yeah. weekend. So yeah, you don't need to drink important. this week, bro. <laughs> no, I have no bi- – no. I will say this. I have. To, I am taking this weekend off. If I have to go – it's either because of work or if I go to this meet, I'm taking this weekend off from drinking because I am tired. And so, I'm a little under the weather, I'm, so. I'm so that means you're not going to meet up with us uh, Saturday after. I mean, if you're setting a record, we got to have at least a beer. I mean, if I set, a, I'll say if I set a record, then I will. <laughs> there you go. Then we'll see. I You'll play those. a couple games with us. And we'll see. Yeah. I need you to say it, Philly. <laughs> I need you to say it. I can either confirm nor deny that I will play bus. <laughs> you I said you plead the fifth. That's awesome. Um. All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and finish up with entertainment real quick. Um, I know you just saw a new movie. Want to mm-hmm. go ahead, tell us about that, and we'll get out of here. Uh, went and saw Evil Dead Rise, uh, the new Evil Dead, a new uh, new addition to the Evil Dead series. Um, more in line with the Evil Dead remake, whatever it was in 2014, which, by the way, I loved. It was fantastic. Um, in that same vein, very violent, some darkly comic stuff. Uh, but also had some nice homages to the original uh, too. Um, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I enjoy you know. Hor- I mean, I say I enjoy hor- horror movies like that. It's when, pe- when people are getting dismembered and then possessed, and then turning into just the nastiest things in the world. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Not gonna lie. Um, worth seeing. Yeah, it is worth. It's definitely worth seeing. I again, if you like that, I'm not because I know how horror it could be very different for people. Right. If you did not like the 2013-2014 version of Evil Dead, this probably isn't going to be your thing. If you didn't mind it, then definitely recommend seeing it because it was a lot of fun. Again, some good – they had some decent, good humor in it, um, some good homages to the original two. Uh, and then, of course, the I mean the violence in it is just gnarly. Nice. But I, I went 3.8 out of 5. Okay. Um it was. I mean, it just. It was just a good time. At movies. I'm gonna try to go see. Try to find some time this week too to go see the Covenant, the new Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty excited about that. that. If I could try to get go tomorrow, I'm gonna try to. But um, yeah, that's another one that I have on my list. Have a. Uh, have you seen the new Scream yet? Oh yeah, man. How was that? You said you you liked the last yeah. one, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought this one was actually a little bit better than that Excellent. that one. Excellent. Now I will say <laughs> that. I will say that one of uh, that I mean because I've made it very clear there's multiple villains. One of the villains that I just this is what I love about Scream is that they bring in people who just go all in. I'm not going to give away who it is, but the, when they when I say it's over, some of the stuff is over the top, just the performance. Yeah, it is, and it's pretty funny. Okay, but um, I mean it's you know New York, it's a new place. Um, again, it's it's actually probably the most violent, the meanest of the Scream movies. Yes, it has that feel. Uh, so, and that was fun. I mean, it was. It's it's just they're entertaining movies. Um, I I would say between this or Evil Dead, I actually I think I like Evil Dead a little bit more. But I also like the Evil Dead series more than I do the Scream series mm-hmm. outside of one. Uh, so that is more my my lane. I got you. But again, I yeah, I know it's coming out on Paramount Plus here soon, so uh, I know check it out. But uh, yeah, so Scream Six was real. I I had a lot of fun with it. Okay, cool. Um, I also finished Better Call Saul. Oh right. Which uh, I'll tell you what, 
I, we talked about it again. Seasons four through five, especially in five and six, there is, I mean, there's some stuff in that that is among some, even some of the, you know, really good to even best of Breaking Bad. Now, of course, season the last season of Breaking Bad and some of the finales, I mean, are still some of the best stuff in this, this series, but Better Call Saul's got some stuff in it that's just fucking great. Let me ask you this. Do you have to have seen um, um, Breaking Bad to watch Better Call Saul? No, I, I don't think so. No, I mean, you obviously... I mean, there's going to be some characters in it that you'll, I mean, obviously know from Breaking Bad. Right. Uh, but I mean, this starts before Breaking Bad ever happens. Okay. I mean, this is the beginning of you know Saul, you know, well Jimmy McGill, you know, becoming Saul Goodman, right? You know, and him being a lawyer and everything. This is this is all pre Breaking Bad. Now, does does do some other characters from Breaking Bad slide in in later seasons? Uh, well, one slides in early on. I mean, Mike's in it from the beginning, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't think you have to. You don't have to fully watch Breaking okay. Bad to, you know, enjoy Better Call Saul. Good, good to know. I was just curious. Um, it's, it's still on my list. I'm like, I've always wanted to get try it out when they when it first came out. I was mm-hmm. all, I was like, oh man, I'm gonna get into it. And I will say, the first two seasons it. are really they're good filler. Right. I mean, it's not some of it's not the most exciting, but it's good filler to set up what what's coming. Okay. And so, I mean, I know there'll be some. I've talked to some who are like, you know, the first two seasons kind of, you know, I didn't know, and I was just like, it's just good setup. I mean, Breaking Bad was, it just jumped off from the very first episode. Yeah, there go. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, cool. Well, Antoine, you got anything else you want to add? No, not really. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just ready to eat. No, you're good, man. Well, guys, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, what a big week in sports. I mean, there was a lot to talk about here today, so hopefully you stay till the end to hear everything. Um, make sure you're following us on social media, um, Instagram, Twitter. We're out there posting a lot of good stuff, so you want to make sure you're seeing what's going on with the pod. Um, other than that, guys, we uh, love to hear from you. And uh, in any way to help improve the show, what you want to hear. Uh, we haven't done a, a draft in a while, so maybe that's something we need to bring Man, back. Man, we and, for sure and, need, and, to, uh, need to put something out there. So maybe some recommendations on social media would yeah. hurt. I uh, would love to hear from you. But uh, other than that, guys, we hope you're doing well and uh, following us around on our uh, journey here. So you guys have a great night, and we'll talk at you later. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. See you guys. <laughs>